0: This is Kevin from Student Activist Hub Radio. Due to technical difficulties, the last few minutes of an earlier segment of our show was cut off. In this segment, Adam and I interview Brian K. Massey, the victim of a November 2010 incident of police brutality. In this interview, Massey gives us exclusive details on the progress of his case. Remember, you can subscribe to this podcast by searching for Activist Hub Radio in the iTunes Music Store. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. And we have an update with uh, DJ Beloved, a.k.a. Brian Massey. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hello, everybody. Yes, as of Friday, I go to court again about the incident here, and Mm -hmm. it seems that Umso is a little worried because they've been trying to get me for anything and everything lately.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, you mentioned you had had an appeal lately, right? And, and that, Oh, yes. I, I
1: had or, an appeal where they found me not guilty of what they never charged me with.
0: No, and this is the, we're speaking specifically of the police brutality incident uh, that happened in November of last year. November 17th. November 17th uh, with Brian Massey right here in the Millennium uh, Center at UMSL. Uh, and so, sort of the we ha- we featured that on our show uh, a few weeks ago, or I guess a few months ago, and uh, we had an exclusive interview here uh, with Brian. But just you know, just to add some background to the situation.
1: Also, Friday I was supposed to be a guest panelist with uh, changing the relations of uh, I'm trying to make it the, the the title right, but it was going to be a Washington University Friday, right? Mm-hmm. With their African American club or whatever. Oh, okay. With you but, all on the sheet, right? But at the last minute, Washington police told them that they couldn't have it because they didn't have enough security or
0: something. Oh, really? Right. That the, so, the event itself was canceled. The event was canceled. Oh, really? I but like they're it.
1: trying to reschedule it. So I will get you all the information. So just in case you want to know about it, so oh, okay. I yeah, will let you know.
0: Yeah, there is a flyer. It was on March fourth, this Friday, that, last Friday. Right. March that's the 4th. flyer that I had. Right. Yeah. That
1: that was it. Yes. Okay. But. It did not happen at last. At the last, at the very last minute, they canceled it because oh, really? Washington campus police said that they didn't have authorization or enough security. It was
0: that
1: really weird, weird. Was right?
0: It, was it because Jamal and Nasheed was there? Jamala or? Rogers, Jamal Rogers. Jamal Rogers. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs>
1: I, 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 all I know is at the very last minute because they had it all set up, it got snuffed. Uh-huh. But they are trying to reorganize. It, I understand so. I will let you all know what happens or transpires.
2: Yeah, sounds good. We are, yeah. We'll we follow that closely. And uh, I'm amazed that there's still uh, the court case is still going on. I would have hoped they would have dropped that.
1: Uh, well, like I said, with the student appeal, whatever things I did against the student code, they found me not guilty. But they never had accused me of what they found me not guilty of. The two things they said that I did. They never even addressed. So this is the way of addressing it. And I guess thinking I'm going to read and say you're not guilty and get happy, but I read all the fine print. So, uh-huh.
0: so with the other issues, they just didn't even address those at all. No. Okay. Did, did they say that they were still pending or?
1: I'm still on probation.
0: Oh, really? Right. Okay. So now
1: anything I say or do is being monitored so they can thus use it against me. Oh, really? Oh, well, good luck
0: with that. In the, the court case, what are the charges that are related to that?
1: Felony assault on a police officer, assault, trespassing, disturbing the peace, and resisting arrest.
0: Okay. And did you, with your legal representation, what, you know, what... What is- she's trying
1: to do is actually see if they even had enough to even charge me with disclosure. So it, if we cross our fingers, it might just get thrown out Friday.
0: Okay, okay. okay still going to
1: cost me an arm and a leg, but that's okay, because now, seriously, and I'm not afraid to say this, there is a lawsuit coming.
0: Okay, and I wanted to ask you about that. You did seek legal counsel from the American uh, Civil Liberties Union.
1: Funny with that, so I haven't heard back, but the gentleman, Reddit Hudson, had gotten in touch with me and has asked me, had I heard from him? I said, well, yeah, they sent me a letter saying that they weren't going to be able to do anything. He was like, no, that shouldn't have happened. So I've been waiting, actually, to hear back from him again, so I will be calling him. Monday, because I had to take care of some business up in Chicago last weekend, and I was supposed to hear from him when I got back in town, but I have not. Okay. But I will give him a call. So, you know, who knows? We, I noticed things come out the woodwork with this. Uh, Sharon Stevens told me to get back in touch with her. I think I'm going to get in touch with the St. Louis American. Let them know that what it happened. Now we're going back to court Friday. Okay, you know, Do they want to just peekaboo what they want to do. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to start advocating. I had been quiet all last semester. Now my mouth is open. So it ain't closing anytime. So like a
2: J
0: word,
2: wait for the worm.
0: I mean, that's interesting that they, you know, that not only did they, they changed the sort of parameters of the probation, but they're also continuing with the charges, you know, with all of the eyewitness testimony that's been provided.
1: And as it was disclosed, I told you, then they had the 20-second video clip that a gentleman filmed sitting, looking out of the radio station. There's a column over by the chairs by the railing. where he was sitting on the other side of that column and only filmed 22 seconds of it. But now the interesting part is when he showed up for the student appeal, I would have known he was in the armed forces because he came in all his dress, dress grays or browns with all his medals on oh, really? to be on their side as a witness. Mm-hmm. And then to say that
0: what did the video show? I mean, what did it what it did showed, it show? It showed
1: them walking up to me, grabbing my arms and me saying, What do you mean trespassing? I go to school here. And that's the end of it. And oh, then grabbing knowledge. both of my arms. Wow. But yet they tried to spin it that I was a you know, never did I grab the officer's wrist, never did I strike or swing at the officer. It shows me saying, what do you mean trespassing? Grabbing one arm to grab another, me being dragged Did off.
0: Did they turn that, they're using that video in a legal proceeding that they turn that over to? Well, your... I
1: think because when they called me into students affairs, they didn't seem too happy to see me. Then when I said, well, haven't I been cooperative and Kurt Unrod, whatever his name is, goes, well, I guess you could say that. And I mean, and I said, what do you mean? You could say that everything you've requested I've done. So either I'm cooperating or I'm not. So I guess that meant my lawyer had talked to him, said that you have to submit the video as a okay. okay.
0: They're yeah, not liking yeah. it. That, would be, that yeah. would be a part of the legal process, so you could examine the video and oh, see.
1: Oh, oh. Yeah, and and then the killing part was now also, and he Justin probably wouldn't say this, was Justin Collins that was working out here, you know, in the welcome thing. Yep. Then supposedly the women that worked with him came up and said that him and I were discussing them in a sexual nature up there one day when we were talking about my... Uh, interlude the last two, two weeks ago with Officer Clark and Officer Gentry. Gentry was one of the ones that was at the hospital with me. And my car, I mean, it was like three weeks ago when it was really cold, and my car wouldn't start out there in the parking lot. So when I called for parking and transportation, it was so many people, also police were responding. When they showed up, I told them, I do not need your assistance. Please do not come near me. Go away. Gentry turned around and said, good. I don't want to help you anyhow. And if you don't move your car, I'm going to have you tow. Really? So wow. then Clark went and told them that I saw him in the bookstore and called him an old, we use the word prick. I won't say it, it was shorter, mm-hmm. but, and I told him I didn't call him an old, I called him a no. And that's because we had an incident in the gym where I, this might be a little too much for your listeners, what, but I saw more than I wanted to see. And what I saw, he didn't have.
0: Now, what's it? I wanted to ask, who is the officer that they're alleging in the legal proceeding that you have assault, that you assault Schmidt. Him? OK, so those those two, these two officers are not involved. The, the two officers uh, that were outside during the a couple of months ago during the cold, they're not involved in that legal.
1: Oh, yeah. W- one is Clark. It's Clark and Schmidt who I had the problem oh, with. OK, so. <laughs> so and now so
0: Clark is is he pressing charges or how exactly is that working?
1: I don't know, but he saw me in the gym one day at Mark Twain. And when I was coming out the locker room, he was coming back around. So I stopped giving three feet behind me and about three feet to the side of me. And I told him I'm not moving. Cause I want you saying, I touch you anything. So please, he said, well, you're blocking my way. I said, no, I'm not. You can go around. He then leaned into my ear and told me to move my ASS. Mm-hmm. So then I said, you know what? And I walked away and it was two other also cops. And then he got really nice again. So Either they're getting bothered, and I, I love to say this on air. So DeAndre Braddick pretty much told me in our meeting after all this happened that I need to get over it. Mm-hmm. And if I if I can't get over it, I need to contact the EEOC.
0: Well, how? I mean, I that's an interesting perspective because they're pressing charges against you, so and I'm supposed to get over it. it? Yeah, how so could that
1: I, happen? It'll come out of the watch. You know what? I expect this is what they say par for the course. I expect this. So man, I'm. I'm a criminal justice major. This is how it's supposed to run. This is a great education I'm getting. It. I'm learning it hands on. <laughs> I appreciate University of Missouri, St. Louis. I love the school. It's just the administration I don't care for right now. With the school, great. This is uh, I couldn't ask for better. This is like an internship. So they've helped me decide my focus, where I want to be, which will be, can you guess, civil rights.
0: Yeah. Um, then when, so when is the court proceedings?
1: I would say nine o'clock Friday morning. Okay, and is it St. Open? Louis? It's open. It's open to the public in King, in Clayton, St. Louis County uh, Municipal Court.
0: Okay, okay, that would be interesting to you know get maybe audio of hmm. uh, or something like that to to further investigate. You know, to yeah, see, yeah. You know, because of course, it seems like the the mainstream, you know, the media sort of covered it but they really haven't given any updates and you know they made it seem like oh it's you know um, it's, so wants it to go away yeah they want it to go they definitely want it to go away uh, and um,
1: i ain't leaving school i ain't giving up it ain't going away
0: <laughs> what did they when they they said get you know sort of get over it what exactly did they did they give you a clue to what they meant by oh
1: that? deandre Braddock's pretty much told me that if you seem to have problems still with what happened and you're not liking, then you just need to get over it and move on. That was his exact words. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't want you to... you're, you're a busy man. <laughs> no, no, that's just prayers. <laughs> okay. I,
1: and people ask me all the time, you know, and it's funny. They go, so what is your religion? Mm-hmm. And I've told them several times, so I just refuse to answer anymore. I just tell them I'm universal. Uh-huh. But I read and listen to a little bit of everything. Uh-huh. But I, I've given an answer to this. I feel like President Obama, I told you a long time ago. <laughs> now, if you want to start, you know, conjecture and everything, I'm going to help you. I'm going to make you think even more crazy because I answered the question. But I understand people have attention deficit disorder a whole lot around here. And it ain't because they have attention deficit disorder. They're just not listening. They hear you, but they're just not listening. So, okay.
0: Well, if we would like to, you know, just with the the whole Proceeding that video that kind of seems odd to me because in the coverage, the administration never said that they had video uh, to prove that what they um, their side of, of the events and they never really alluded to that at all. Uh, so, you know, that seems interesting. I wonder if you know that video was doctored in any way in terms of edited to sort of
2: sure ch- sounds weird that they would ter- stop recording right when.
1: The gentleman said that he had got a brand new phone. Mind you, now he's in our armed forces, like frontline defense. He got all these medals, but he couldn't operate a brand new cell phone. Mm -hmm. Wasn't like He was 68 years old, had cataracts and arthritis. So this is a young guy.
0: So he, well, so he said that he just couldn't operate it and he accidentally stopped. Right.
1: And that he just, because he heard the commotion, he then started, uh, filming from his camera. Um, Interesting part, there's another person that was a witness for UMSA that works in the Student success was let me get it right, the Center for Student Success. She uh, happened to say that she, uh, that she witnessed and heard everything that went on. But now when I had my chance to ask back, she said that she heard the officer ask me for my ID twice and that evidently I didn't respond. Well, he did ask me for my ID twice. The first time I gave him ID. The second time I gave him a second for my ID. But yet she didn't mention like all oh, my witnesses said they heard him. As soon as the officer grabbed me, start screaming, stop resisting, stop resisting. But she don't remember hearing that. But yet she supposedly heard everything else.
0: Hmm. Just this is student activist hub radio. And uh, we're talking with uh, DJ beloved, uh, AKA Brian Massey, uh, AKA Brian K. Massey. AKA Brian K. Massey. Let me <laughs> make that correction. Uh, and we're talking about the, police brutality incident that happened on November 17th uh, that was right here in the UMSL Millennium Center. Um, And there have been some new revelations about a video that's come out, the continued charges of of assault that uh, I'm assuming the police. Now, are the police officers pressing those charges or is the UMSL? Well, now it's
1: the county of St. Louis pressing the charges. I guess they've taken the ball,
0: yeah. Uh, Okay.
1: But, you know, my bomb was first 10000 then it got dropped to 5000 They didn't want 10%. They had wanted the whole thing. And I said before when we had the interview, the whole thing about this is the officers were so scared when the incident was going on, I guess because of the crowd reaction. They had called Normandy police that came in riot gear. And if the students had got to them like they were trying to, I'm afraid, unfortunately, they might have pulled their weapons and discharged them into the crowd
0: because they were scared. Mm -hmm. And so... And when you, you plan, you say that you plan on filing a lawsuit, is that, you know, what, what exactly are you seeking? Are you seeking just to, you know, try to get some policy changes? Uh, you know, is there anything specific? That's a
1: very wide umbrella because it was a, it was a storm. So now we need to cover, everybody needs to be covered. like a uh, Met with the what if umbrella with Snoopy. Mm-hmm. Think of that. We're trying to cover everything. Okay. We, there do need to be some policy changes. Maybe uh some requirements for the people they hired to protect us, because we just had Umso Day here yesterday. You know, it's big business with Umso. If anybody doesn't know that, it really is. It generates a lot of funds. The best way I can tell it, if you and I were driving down the street, I have Illinois place, you have Missouri Place, it's probably high likely you would get pulled over first so they wouldn't be uh sayings that people from out of state are being unjustly pulled over, but yet they got UMSA stickers. Because this generates a lot of revenue, so they will probably pull you over before they pull my car over now, granted on natural bridge, they're pulling everybody over that goes over 30, mm-hmm. but if it was you and I if I was doing 31 and you was doing 32 you'd probably get pulled
0: over so yeah, so but once again so so you feel that they are singling you out well, they're not in, singling in me out, but of- because this just wasn't this just
1: won't go away, and I'm not going to be quiet. And they were wrong, and i don't i don't know what they expected out of this, and I understand there's a history of things going on, and they just pretty much "Oh, what do you mean by that uh well uh this is, this is not the first time to an african american student or afro afro American student you want to say has been accosted by the police I understand from alumni this is not the first time the police are just interacted with students, and then things have been pushed 's been suicides' it's been rapes. All kind of things
0: that the police have been involved in.
1: That Umso has that been also involved. Has that been here involved here on in. the campus didn't get widespread media coverage. That is, it happened. It's like it never happened before. It needs to be an open book out here.
0: Oh, interesting. And that they now these alumni. Are you talking to this maybe a victim or? Some of them said that it was one. I
1: have, I have run into quite a few people and still folks see me now and go, you were the gentleman that was on the front page of St. Louis American, And I go, wow, Mm -hmm. you really read that. Okay. So yeah, it's a, it has still an undercurrent going on. Um, And, you know, we once talked on Facebook. I I was called a media whore, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if you thought I was one, then I'm really going to be one now, but not for me for the simple fact of what happened. And this needs to be known. I mean, there's a whole lot of things going on right now in our country. And it's reminiscent of what's going on around the world. We've saw Egypt just do their thing. Libya is having a whole lot of problems. Uh, Jordan and them are starting to act up. Um, and
0: now well, we got of course, Wisconsin.
1: Well, say now we get Wisconsin, Ohio and Indiana. Well, uh, it was just a matter of time and not to be a powder keg or a time bomb, but situations like this is bound to either explode or implode on the premises where it's happening. People are are, are showing that they're not going to take it any longer. Um, if they thought the days of civil unrest was gone from the sixties and seventies, I guess it's time for this century to have its own beginnings. So welcome to the 21st century. The new
0: rumblings of a new beginning. And did you, like, you mentioned the media coverage uh, and how you want more attention to be spotlighted on UMSL. What would you, what, you know, if you were talking to a journalist at, say, the Post-Dispatch, what would you say is the most important thing that your average resident of the city and the metro area should, should take away from this?
1: Hmm. Well, we also have seen in the last couple of months there's been a high incident here in St. Louis. Uh a off duty cop got shot by a cop. Uh a guy, was on New Year's Eve got beat by, even though he was being a jerk, he got beat by the police on camera, that it is still prevailingly violent towards the people that live here hmm. by the people that are supposed to protect them. They now, want to, want and being a, a criminal justice major, I know that, you know, we all should be, have law and order and we need to follow it for our society to be successful, but that does not give carte blanche for people to act like Gestapo.
2: Right. One of my uh, friends on Facebook, her son actually got shot in the leg. He, uh, has some mental health issues and he was, um, outside of a Denny's in St. Louis and he, um, he did break the windows and then the police approached him, but, um, they basically shot him in the leg pretty quickly versus trying to, like, you know, reason with – or not that, not that he was really someone who could be reasoned with at that point, but, like, you know, someone with a mental health issue, they shouldn't just, you know, resort right, to that right, right away. Right. They should, and, you, you know, know it, he it's been brought up
1: with, with – if it hadn't been I, but a student with autism or something who doesn't know how to respond correctly – to the instructions that were being given to him or the way they just presented themselves. And then it just freaks him or her out and they have an episode. It's an antecedent toward a behavior that the police don't know how to respond to correctly. So and this is a very diverse school. So we have all types of people here. And not don't don't let it go, you know, unsaid. I'm also disabled. Of course I don't look like a typical disabled student, but what if somebody more pronounced that was disabled physically and maybe had mental Challenges. How would they have acted then because they didn't move like they wanted them to move? All this needs to be addressed. I mean, this is an ever-changing world and things need to, you know, be fine-tuned. Well, it needs to be really fine-tuned around here because, and this is the most interesting part. I don't have a problem with the police. There are several officers that when I see, I'm happy to see, I smile, shake their hand, I even give them hugs Because they're cool to help out. It's just, as they say, a few bad apples in the bunch can always spoil the rest. Why, why do you think
0: the administration is sort of defending? Why, why do you think they're so firm in defending these, The what you say, the bad apples?
1: You, you, know, you know what? I, I would believe truthfully, I think because they jumped out the gate defending them, thinking that it was an open and shut case. But now as things have come to light and shown, we've well, already jumped out there. And it would be easy to just retract and go back and start, you know, fresh. And everybody can come to an agreement. It would be beneficial for everyone, not just me, but for everyone. It would give some resolution. It would show that people actually understand, care, and are concerned what's happening. No, they want to stonewall and keep up try, to try now, start a smear campaign. Let's put it you, that way.
0: You mentioned that so had a history of sort of these you know, issues and then the administration trying to cover them up under well, the rug. Well, they don't rug. try. They have because they have, have right. been successful. Are you? Do you think that they are trying to prevent maybe a lawsuit, legal action, monetary lawsuit?
1: Well, I can't believe that because I understand there was a coach here that filed a lawsuit for, uh, uh, let me get it right. Uh, age the, discrimination, right? Age discrimination. Not only did he win the lawsuit or get a settlement, he got his job back. So they know how to pay out money,
0: but maybe but they don't, maybe they don't want sort of in the process of discovering from your lawsuit, uh, it to come out to the court that there have been other incidents in the history of. The I don't know if the statute
1: of limitations passed, but yeah, correctly. But then that will also give a voice to students that you just can't just wipe off and just you know wash away and say, well, you know what, this, that, and the other. They you know, anybody that knows me, there was no incidents with me doing anything. Anything I've been an average student, uh, pretty well. Like I understand.
0: Yeah, uh, I was going to ask you what did what did the students. Um, think about this i mean as you walk through do people talk about it you know what's what's sort of going on with the student body
1: people still speak to me about it and ask how i'm doing and uh tell me they're in support everything uh but i guess you know because it's been a little time in between i guess if it had been jumped on earlier right when it happened it might have had more of a response but people are responding and still remember it but, like right about now, we're about to come up on midterms. There's always something more pressing for them to have to worry about. And people usually don't respond to things till it's about them. Like, let's use Wisconsin for example. They knew this was brewing, but when they start talking about the unions, now a whole lot of states start getting worried because now it's about to hit home. So, till things hit home, we, we look over, like we can look at Egypt and say, that's really messed up, and he needs to really come down and all that. We can talk from afar. Until it lands in our backyard or our front lawn or on our lap, we don't act really quick.
0: Yeah, this is, well, that's a good uh, good sentiment. Uh, This is uh, Student Activist Hub Radio, and uh, I'm your host, Kevin, with uh, my co-host, Adam, and we're just talking with Brian K. Massey, also DJ Beloved, who uh, has a show, uh, and we're just getting an update about, the situation with the police brutality incident, uh, that occurred back in November and, you know, all of the things that have going, going on. I, I must fire.
1: thank Adam and you, uh, for that interview because people are still listening to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had uploaded let him access it again and people come and talk to me now and I tell them, go to, um, the so police went too far and then you can listen to the interview. So mm-hmm. people are still doing such. So well, thank you. Well,
2: yeah. Yeah. uh, it, uh, it was an important issue and fits very, very much into what we're trying to do. Um, so I think, um, you know, we're going to be following this pretty closely, but probably have to wrap up, um, for it to now, but, um, I will be very interested to hear how Friday goes. And, Definitely. Um, and, uh, Adam don't say, but I, you
1: know, I see him in the gym getting his workout on. <laughs> he's going to be, he's bringing sexy back. So, That's right. <laughs> yeah,
2: there we go. Um, so uh, so yeah, we we definitely want to uh, follow this really closely and uh, hope that the um, justice prevails and um, the powers that be come to their senses, as is so rare, um, and uh, and that people start listening to all these witnesses who uh, who said that Brian wasn't doing anything. It's I mean it sounds to me uh, like that videotape kind of contradicts what their original story was, right? Because they never said they walked up to you and grabbed your. You know, hand their
1: story hand. has been that. I grabbed them first and then it went on. And then that several building officials had told me to leave. Never happened. Now, I mean, and, just, the, n- and the video proves that. Well, it shows that I didn't grab them. But as for building officials, even they didn't tell me to leave. The police, when they walked up, they just asked me my name and about identification. And then told me I was under arrest. They never said you need to leave the bill. Never came out their mouth, ever.
0: Hmm. Well, I think, yeah, we should keep our eyes and ears open and... Uh, When this is uploaded, this uh, will also be in podcast form, and we will have our, because we had our first, our show for the first hour, and then for the past sort of 25 minutes, we've been having this discussion with Brian, and uh, we will separate that and create sort of a second page and and just explain that it will be an update, and that will be available on stlactivisthub.blogspot.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I thank you for your time, Brian. I know you have a show afterwards, uh, right after us. uh, And we're just going to, I guess, close out the show. Um, This is, you've been listening to Student Activist Hub uh, Radio. uh, And I'm your host, Kevin, with my co-host, Adam. Thanks for listening. All All right. See you next week.